Okay, so last week, Baruch Hashem, last week we were discussing the second quality that a Kaddish Baruch has, and we said that a person must believe that the ways that benefit the person are not hidden from the Creator, that there's no benefit in our life. We were, we're on 60, we're going to be starting 61, 60, 61. <clears throat> Yeah, the main difference he, he's discussing here, that, and he himself said, is that the seven qualities were mentioned at the beginning last, uh, in last parak with Psukim to back it up. This, he's, re- he's referring to most of them. I think he goes through five out of seven. I'm not, I don't remember. And it's more, we're adding more logic to it. So we can, right? We first have the Amuna, it's Amos, right? That's like we're discussing again. We're going to keep going back to the Yisodos. First, we have to live like the Avos, Everything in the Kaddish Baruch is the best. It's great. Done. But if we would try to put logic and das into it, so then like Moshe Rabbeinu, like the Torah, we would try to, we try to handle. At the end of the day, all seven, Amunah, Pshuta, whether we understand it or not, it's the Emes. That's the constant back and forth in our life. Amunah Bitachon, Das, then back to Amunah Bitachon. You have to sandwich, we have to always sandwich our Das, our logical thinking with Amunah Bitachon. We start off everything by Kaddish Baruch is good. Then we try to understand a little bit, but then we always end off by Kaddish Baruch is good. Like the Madrig of Davon Melech. That's what we were discussing. So in this second quality, that there is no benefit that a pers- that to, to a person <coughs> that is hidden from a Kaddish Baruch. A Kaddish Baruch knows because he created. He created every system that we live with. We said last week, physical, mental, emotional, Right, biological, metaphysical. He, Kaddish Baruch Hu created all of our systems. He's the creator. Therefore, he knows us in all the systems better than anybody else, even ourselves. We don't even know some of the systems that exist. People don't realize that they're metaphysical. Who knows even that? That they're half spiritual, half physical. People don't even know that they contain such potential. But a Kaddish Baruch Hu created this system, and we are his... Like we discussed last week, people said they like this mashal. We are his AI. We are a Kaddish Baruch Hu's artificial intelligence compared to him. We're artificial compared to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And even though we always utilize our intelligence that we were given, sof sof, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the master programmer. He knows the coding better than we know. And he could shut the system down whenever he wants. And therefore, we should always trust in him. As much as we know... We have to trust in him as being the master programmer. And this is no different than... We're artificial. We are artificial compared to Kodesh Baruch Hu. We're not. Okay. No. I, I'm not, we're not. I'm being loose. I'm being loose. Artificial, why not? <laughs> what? Hashem didn't create us to be artificial. Our... I don't want to be so medactic right now. Because the Das, Das is, in a certain way, it's artificial. Because so, so, if we have to be able to be mevatel, our Das to Kodesh Baruch Hu, we need be. But it's no different than, than the way that we, that we would deal with, with our children. Right? Again, in this loose comparison, our children are artificial intelligence of us. Right? In a certain way. They're the lower madriga. We're supposed to train and guide them in their understanding of this world in all areas, physically and, 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 and spiritually. And sometimes, and everybody knows who has children, they think they know better. Very often, they think they know better. And sometimes a parent has to stand in the way and say, but you don't. And you can get into trouble if you're going to try to go in your way. And therefore, the parent has to stand in front of the door and say, you're not going. You're six years old. You can't drive a car. I'm sorry to tell you. You know? No, 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 but I can. I, I've played video games. I know what I'm doing. Very good. So we know how a parent has to deal with that. He has to guide him. Sometimes he has to stop. He knows the benefit more than the child knows. That's in all areas. The kid doesn't realize... Well, this looks like water, so I could drink it. Why not? But we know it's not water, and it can hurt him a lot. It's not, it's not a good muscle. It really isn't a good muscle, because over time, as the children grow up, they can, in fact, become wiser and more knowledgeable as the, than their parents. I mean, think, think the Baal Shem Tov, Think any tzaddik. Um, I happen to know your dad. I love your dad, but he can't teach what you're teaching right now. So we're, what we're talking about here is that a stu- the muscle we're saying is as long as you're considered a child. Right. 
I, of course, there's a certain point where they, the child can take over the parent, it's possible. We will never take over HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 100%. That's why every mushal in logic, and Ben pointed out last week, every mushal, any time we try to make a logical comparison to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and anything, it will always be flawed. It cannot be. Why? Why does it have to be flawed? Why does there have to be a gap in between every comparison between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and anything else? Why? Because you always, always have to leave room for a muna. Nothing can always 100% make sense, or else then you don't have a muna bitachon. The whole thing's out the door. As the Kutzker said, you don't have Kutzker says, I don't want a God I can understand. Because once you can understand him, then, then God is human. But that can't be. It has to be shalom yada. And sometimes, yeah, there has to be, right. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's important. Because we, we do have to understand... To understand, we have to know when we have to stop understanding. This is this. It's very important to speak these things out because it is so against the reg, regular logic. So we have to also have to know how to apply God logic as much as we can. I think people are thinking like, artificial doesn't mean real. Artificial can be real. Just that, it's just that it, in the muscle, the, the child is the child and the parent may be different, but Christ brought to us is that we're a separate Bria. We're not. We're not a Shem. Right. Yeah, I don't want to get into the, the, the nitty gritty. Everybody understands what I'm saying. We are real. We're a completely separate Compared to God Himself, He gave us. We're a separate mechanism that He created in the world that He wanted to create. And like, it's not nothing shy to us. It's only shy to us. Neshama, not neshama, but like, it's not. Yeah. To in in yeah. There's there's always two layers. We're real. And we're also not real at the same time. We have to, we're both at the same exact time. We're real, but we're not yes. So in God's realness, we're not Him. So however you want to say, that's what I'm saying. We can be the yes, correct. Good. We all, we're all agreeing it's over here. It's important. It's going to be a long year. Well, it's, it's, it's been great so far. It's going to continue to be good. Okay, so now I want to go now to page 61. This is where we left off, and I just I left off last week because it's going to take a few, just a few minutes just to bring out the amkas, the depth of these psukim, even though I don't usually do it, but these psukim are, are, are really very important to speak out. So page 61, so he brought two psukim to prove this. And the psukim say, So the first psukim says, I am the Lord, your God, just translated here, who teaches you, Klal Yisrael, really everybody, but Klal Yisrael, for your benefit. Klal Yisrael, I'm teaching you for your benefit. Get that clear. Not every teacher in this world teaches for the child's benefit, which is the problem. That's just Rebbe has to deal with this day and night. If the teachers would teach for the children's benefit, the world would be a happier place. But it's often not that way. Who leads you by the way you should go? God guides us, Hashem takes us on the path, the derech, that we should go. The, the child says, I want to go here. The parent says, mm, we got to go to the right. The child says, no, I want to go to the left. The parent says, we have to go to the right. And therefore, the parent eventually, slowly but surely, is going to inch him over to the right side, like we discussed, and get him to the place he's supposed to be. Then the next Pasuk says, There's a very important Pasuk. The Pashit Pshat that we are going to read first is that that the person, it says, as it says, for the Lord rebukes Yochiach, for the Lord Hashem rebukes the one he loves. Right? Hashem loves you. He wants what's best for you. Therefore, he has to give you a patch sometimes. That's the basic understanding. And the end of the passage says, Ucha'av is ben yirza, and the way we're translating it as like a father who has like this prized child. Right? The father has a prized child and he loves him. Therefore, sometimes he has to rebuke him because he's not going in the way that he, he could go. Right? Very, very, very basic, very posh. It makes sense. The way that you're saying the way they translated here? The second one. The way they translated here. No, what you're saying is, Uchav as ben Yeratzeh, Yeratzeh is a positive thing. You want to do good for him. You want to... Yeah, right. Right. Yes. I was saying, it's like a prized son who the father trains and and sometimes has to rebuke him. So, first of all, let's let's learn this psukim together. First of all, it says here, Hashem takes us on a derech. Madrichicha b'derech teilech. Hashem is a derech for all of us, like we discussed... And I'm going to go back to this Yisod again and again, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu has bitachon in us. 
And therefore, Kaddish Baruch Hu creates a path for every single person specifically, and in the different column we're in, as a shul, as a community, Klaus are at large. And a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that's his hishtadlis, that he creates this path, and he trusts in us to follow that path in order that eventually we will grow to who we can become in all areas. That's the, this is the Maimar Chazal, when Chazal say, Bishvili nivra olam. Right, let's, let's get a deeper understanding of this. Because of me, the world is created. That's the, right? I forgot which Rebbe says. You have to always keep that in your pocket. But if we could say, and I think I saw this in the Balshem once, but it once hit me, what's, what's Bishvili? Bishvili Nivrolam. For my path, a shvil is a path. For my path, this whole world is created. Meaning every single thing that I personally, each one of you personally, go through in your life, that is your path that a Kodesh Baruch Hu created for you. We could be walking side by side, but each one has his own path. The way that we interact, the way that we see, the way that we perceive, the way that we feel. Everybody's different. Nobody knows what's going on in another person's system because a Kodesh Baruch Hu tailor-made every single person. And, he, and only God can have two people walk together in the same physical path and they're living two different worlds. <clears throat> only Kodesh Baruch Hu could do such a thing. But Bishvil li nivra olam. The entire world that I'm going through, it's not about a gaiva, Adarabi, this brings us to a place of anava. Because the Kaddish Baruch is training us. But every step I take, every thought I think, every feeling I feel is my path. I wasn't going to quote the exact song, though. <laughs> I know, and everybody knows it. I could quote it, but I'm not going to quote it. You're all thinking it. See, I didn't need to say it. <laughs> gotcha. I saw his face. I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> Guilty. That guilty. No, it's not guilty. It's, it's, it happens to be true. There is. It's not a joke. So, so what I want to go is I want to go 2.0. Oh, can't you see? You belong to me. We all belong to the So even though you didn't want to do it, save it for a Thursday night. I left it for you. That's what Kaddish Baruch does. Kaddish Baruch leaves it for us. It's the best. Bring it on a Thursday night. Yeah, let's get a Jew to sing it. So. This is the path. This is the derech. This is the derech that a Kaddish Baruch Hu takes each person, each person on. Okay? So a Kaddish Baruch takes us, why? Lahoil, To benefit each person. And then the Pasuk says, but when you're on the path, right now you're on the path. And Hashem loves every single person. Hashem wants to take us on the path. So Hashem, Hashem sometimes, it says here, Yochiach. What does Yochiach mean? So Pasha Pshat again, the way that everybody learns it, it means rebuke. But I once heard a beautiful, beautiful vart, I don't know, it's a yesod, from Rav Aaron Salvechik, the Rav's, Rav Salvechik's brother. He said that the word yochiach is like a lashen hochacha, muchach. What does it mean in the Gemara when it says muchach? It's proven. So Rav Aaron Salvechik says, he says it nice. In terms of rebuke, how do you rebuke somebody? You don't say, you're an idiot, you're a loser, what's wrong with you? Like is the way of the world. Rather you say, how could you do that? That's not who you are. You're so much better than that. Or you prove to the person who they really are. You don't say negative. You say positive. That's not who you are. That's level two. So we had positive shot, rebuke. How, how can you tell though when you're being rebuked by Hashem? When you when you when you feel discomfort, when you feel off, that's you're being rebuked. So interesting. This, that was but interesting. it's but it's. That was this week's passion. Sorry. Yeah, but it, it's something. I guess it's something within yourself that you have to. Well, the Gemara sort of contemplate. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. There's there's classic rebukes. There's the general rebukes when you know Chasam something bad that's clear to everybody happens. Can rebuke you. can rebuke you. Yeah, but 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 every single moment could rebuke you. You could you could, uh, you could the air you breathe could rebuke you. you. For Forty cents in your pocket, it only come up with thirty five. If that bothers or, a person... Or it could be in your left pocket and it's really... <coughs> if you're that God-sensitive, then that's, that is also considered rebuke. If that bothered you, yes. But let's, let's get, I want to get deeper. Because again, rebuke, that's level A. Everybody understands that as being fire and brimstone. Rebuke level B is really not rebuke. It's really proving to the person, you know, this is not who you are. You're so much better than this. Godless Adam. But now let's go to level... Let's go to the one that level deeper, the one that we've been using now. What word do you see in the word Yochiach? Right? A Kaddish Baruch Hu has a plan for every single person. And he guides that person throughout his life to raise that person 
to bring out the person's potential, his powers, his energy, in all ways. Physically, mentally, emotionally, metaphysically, right? Koach. The word yochich has the word koach in it. Because really, what's rebuke? It's not rebuke. It's not even, it, it, it is rebuke, of course, that's pashipsha. And then, you know, the drush is where it's proven to who you are. But the so, the secret is, every single step you take is a Kaddish Baruch drawing out your kochos. Bringing out your, your better self. That's, that sometimes it's latent and you don't even know. Sometimes you know, but you're not putting your efforts in enough. So Kaddish Baruch Hu puts you to the test and tries to bring them out. And sometimes you have kochos you don't even know exist. And sometimes the Kaddish Baruch Hu has to put us against deep, hard situations in order that we bring out that which we could not fathom. The unfathomable greatness that we all contain. Everybody has it. Every person has it on their own madrig. It's not possible not to. You have to. Because the Kaddish Baruch Hu implanted us. He created us with this unfathomable potential because our entire life is to reveal that. The second you reveal your potential, that's it. You're going to the Olam HaNashams. So we have to always have levels of fathomable potential. We know we're good, but we could be better, and therefore a Kaddish Baruch Hu sometimes has to push us to make us better. He has to give us tests, like any test that a kid takes. They know they know a little bit, and the test makes them study and work hard and do better on the test. Learn more. And sometimes it's an unfathomable potential. Hashem puts us into situations, we don't even know why we're here, but at the, after the fact, you realize, whoa, look, look what I have. I never even knew I had such kochas. So that's the amkus, that's the pinimis of the word yochich. It's not rebuke. It's to bring out the kochos. So that's why the teachers who are just rebuking, they don't realize they could do the same thing and get more for their money if they would just bring out the kochos of the children. This is what everything Rabbi teaches. <coughs> so the finishing off of the pasuk is uchaav es ben yirtze. Why dafka the word yirtze? Because Yirtz is a Lashen Ratzon. So what's Ratzon? So we're talking a little premius here. The Ratzon of a person, if we translate it into English, which of course it's hard to do such a thing, but the Ratzon is a person's potential. Because Ratzon comes from the sphere of Kesser. I'm not getting into that now. I'm just going to mention the words. As like Rabbi would say, those who learn the Svarim know. And then he goes on, you know. So those who know Ratzon comes from Kesser, but it means a person's potential, which means it's not right now in his system. It's right above his system. It's the crown. Now, a person has to work hard, and then eventually, that which is above his system enters into his system, and then there's another madrig above him. That's how life is. So, a Kaddish Baruch Hu is Yochiach, the ones he loves, he brings out their kochos, ultimately meaning to bring them to their potential. And then that's how the system keeps going, and that's how a person continues to grow, and he's happy. But, but we're implying that people are incredibly self-motivated to reach their own potential. No. no. Sometimes, sometimes a Kaddish Baruch has to use the other terminologies of Yochiach in order to yeah, motivate them. Yeah, tests, right? There's tests, obviously, in life. But on, on, if everyday life, if, I mean, if, unless you're really introspective, it's going to be difficult Correct. to reach that potential. That's our learning this. That's why I, 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 feel, I feel bad. I just, it's, it's a rachmana. It's the people who don't learn this because they don't realize that every single moment is a Kaddish Baruch who bring out our best and then you become motivated. After you learn this, you're extremely motivated to, to, to deal with problems where at once you wanted to run away from problems. When you're done with this, okay, it could be once, twice, but you know at the end of this, these problems are not problems. These problems are my are my kochos. <laughs> Mamish my kochos in this place. That's what that's what we're doing. So it's chaval. You should tell everybody to learn this. Okay, no, no, that's how. <laughs> this is this is the this is the same this is the same inyan as 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 a lot of inyanim. But you know why is it that most people work on the inyan of amuna, but bitachon is is not worked on so much? Everybody knows about amuna a little bit. It's the same type of answer. Emun is for everybody. Bitochen is for the Ben Ali, those who really want to work. And whenever you're dealing with the Ben Aliyah, you're always having a small class. That's how it goes. When you're talking about Emunah and you're taking a nice vart, hundreds, thousands, millions of people can listen because it's easy. It doesn't put you to the test. Nothing to do with Ben Aliyah. Yeah, you learn a little bit. Okay. But when you're talking about something, when you're speaking about something deep. Everybody wants to be inspired. Inspira- yeah, inspiration it's everyone- needs to lead to... 
Not everybody wants to. Uh, not everybody wants to go to the next next Madrega because now we're going to have to deal with problems with this. And, and that's what I'm saying. That not everyone is self-motivated. Right. And that's you know okay. So you you work on yourself, and if you want, you can tell somebody else. And there's a great safer to learn. But the main thing is that a person has to realize if he's if he's if he's in this world, let's say Bitochen or any other avoda pinimis, you should be thankful that he's here. Because when you enter into such a, a world and you, and you work on it and you start to realize what we're saying, you realize it in life, you start to live, I'm telling you right now, at a, living, a different layer of reality than other people. Where you'll talk to somebody and he has no idea what you're talking about. Like, how, what, are you, what, are you, what are you saying? And the answer is you can't explain to them. Because this is something that's a kinyan nafshi. It's not intellectual. How, this is not so intellectual. Mm-hmm. It's new ideas a little bit, but it's not intellectual. It's a Kenyan nafshi, it's called hasaga. And when you're masig things, that means you're just, a, you're just a different layer. You're just deeper than the person. So you're not, you're not speaking to each other. He doesn't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> which, which, agav, it does get a little bit difficult. So just, it's okay. Because the, the goal of bitachon is that you become so connected to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, in a certain way, you rely less, right? That's the point. You rely less on people even for conversation. Because you could turn your conversations towards the Kaddish Baruch Okay. So that was... So, oh, so let's finish off here. So, Uka'av has been, has, has been Yirtzeh. So therefore, this Kaddish Baruch Hu guides us on the path. He gives us a derech. Therefore, on the path, and the, the path of love. Hashem loves us. He wants the best from us. Therefore, He has to bring out our kochos through the different, layer, through the different levels of rebuke. If you don't know anything about Bitachon... It's rebuke layer one. If you know a little bit about Amuna, a little chesidus, it's rebuke level two, which is to prove. And then if you know the amkus, if you know bitachin and you believe in it, then there's no rebuke. It's not harsh at all. It's not even about, it's, it's about bringing my kochos out. You're excited for it. Right? Get, everybody gets, understands the three levels? Depending on where you're holding, that's how, the, that's how HaKadosh Baruch is going to run your life. We get to choose which path. Right? Everybody has a path. Are you on layer one chitzoni, layer two pinimi, or layer three the pinimi sheva pinimi? Everybody understands. Okay. So therefore, so fine. Yirtzeh, and we'll discuss in a few minutes when I get to Pesach, because we have to discuss Pesach. Yirtzeh is the lashon what? Nirtzeh, which is the tachlis of the seders to get to nirtzeh. So we'll get there in a few minutes. So let's go to the next part here, sixty-one. V'hashlishi ki abori is baruch chazak mikol chazak. The third quality, the Creator, may He be blessed, is stronger than any other strong being, that His word is more unchangeable than any other person's words, and that no one can reverse His decisions. Right? Do we have to trust in this? Of course, we saw this by Mitzrayim. He brings two psukim. It says in Tehillim, all that the Lord wished, He did. And everything that happens in life is a Kaddish Baruch doing what He does. And as it says in Yeshaya, so shall be my word, says Hashem, that emanates from my mouth, it shall not return to me empty, unless it has done what I desire. Whatever Kaddish Baruch wants, it happens. The first verse is, to, is quoted to show how Hashem has the power to do anything He decides. He is stronger than any other beings. While the second verse is quoted to, next page 62, show that when Hashem decides something, it cannot be reversed, that His word is more unchangeable. And someone's going to ask me, oh, but we know that sometimes Hashem promises Xer and then He changes it. What a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants doesn't change. Hashem only wanted a Gezerah in order that we do tshuva, that was the, ta- the tachlis, and when we do the tshuva, then the thing changes. Because He never really wanted the Gezerah. He never really wanted to harm us. All, right? We discussed this many times. All Haman and Achashverosh wanted to do, they thought they were trying to destroy the Yidin. HaKadosh Baruch Hu the whole time thought, I'm just going to bring them to tshuva. I just need, how am I going to do it? How am I going to get this whole nation to do tshuva? Oh, I have a great idea. I'll make it look like I'm going to destroy them. You know, people are pushed against the brink, then they do tshuva and they cry and they put on sackcloth and ashes. And therefore, when Haman and Achashverosh did what they did, it brought the people to a national tshuva, and the Kodesh Baruch got what he wanted. He starts to smile, right? Like a parent who yells at the child, but he's not angry, and it's, he's not angry at all inside. Just, he, the kid almost ran into the street. Now, the parent was totally fine. There was nobody there. It was clear. So the parent gives it to the kid, really strong. 
but only externally. Never did his insides for one second have anything else but love of the child. But we have to do that sometimes. The Ram says, sometimes you have to fake it in order to make it real to the child. So it's the same thing. Any gzair that we have with a Kaddish Baruch Hu is a Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's hard to sometimes see that, especially if you're the one who's going through it. But it's always a Kaddish Baruch Hu, just an angry face. Where on the inside, it's, it's filled. Hashem's filled with our hava for, for each one of, every one of us. Okay, let's just do a little bit more. <clears throat> There's an important note in a minute. Vaharavi on page 62. Vaharavi ki humash al hanhagas in yane ha'adam kulam. Lo yanichem velo yisalem mihem. Velo yisasem imenu dover mihem mikatnam yagodolom. Velo yashkicheu dover es dover. Every single thing here that we're learning, all these qualities, a person has to chazer over. We're going to get, there's a card that I, that I sent out. I don't know if I got, everybody got it. We're going to print, maybe print out cards. People have to review the, the major yesodos of Shabbatachon if you wanted to enter in. You have to think about it during the day. So to read this now is good. It's the beginning, but we have to constantly be chazering over. So what does he say? The fourth quality. Hashem supervises the governance of all people. I don't know what that means exactly. Hashem watches over, he supervises all the ways of man. I don't know what governance. He, having government is responsibility for. So on Haggis, is that, is that a good translator? On Haggis and Yanei Adam? Either way I translate, I'm very posh. I don't know. What do I know? On Haggis and Yanei Adam Kulam. The way a person's life is always in Yanem. Right? That's what we say. He manages everybody's, like you said before, everybody has a path. He manages each person's path. Okay, right, the path, the on Haggis. He's the puppet master. A very good one. <laughs> he does not forsake them. <clears throat> Rather, he helps them with all their needs. He does not ignore them when they are in time of hardship. We have to trust and believe as whenever we're in a hard time and it, lo- and it feels as if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not paying attention to us. He is. He's more focused on us now during the hardship than when things are good. Right? When a parent is trying to train a child and he has to punish the child, he has to be much more careful if he's, if he's an honest, good, very calculated parent, the punishment has to be much more calculated. If you just throw the kid in his room and just yell at him and scream at him, what did you accomplish? Except for the fact that he's not bothering you right now, you probably didn't accomplish too much. When a, person, when a parent is, is punishing a child with das, it has to be with das, formulated, boxed, structured, organized. So therefore the parent is more focused on the child than when he's good. That's the problem sometimes with families, you know, when you focus on the quote-unquote hard children than the easy ones. The easy ones, you know, you don't pay attention to them, they go onto the radar. Right? This happens sometimes. We have, to be very, we have to be careful as parents. But Al-Kopanim, <clears throat> he says, nor are any of their matters concealed from him. There's nothing concealed from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Every thought you think is him. He's, giving, he's putting that thought in your head. There's nothing he doesn't know. There's nothing he didn't create. We should never feel alone. We should never feel like he doesn't know. He does know. He's there. You think that you could outthink Hashem. You ever try to do that? You try to outthink Hashem like in your head? Like, because well, you're probably not thinking what I'm thinking. I bet you don't know. And then you're like, yeah, but obviously he has to know. How could he not know? You, ever, you never played that game with yourself? All right, so I'm the only weird one. All right. It's a good game, actually, because it brings you to, actually brings you to a place of, of a mitachan. When you're thinking about your thoughts, and you're thinking about your thoughts, but because the Kaddish Baruch is the one who puts the thoughts and the thinking process of the thoughts into your mind, then you start to come to a high level that a Kaddish Baruch is always, he's always in there. You're never there by yourself. What's really crazy is thinking about that. Hashem put in your head that you should think that you're not thinking about. That's an Isayon. That's the test. Yeah, it's... What? Yeah. Because Kaddish Baruch is ain't self. He's ain't self. So it's never ending. So it's sometimes, again, I'm going to be very vague about this, but it's sometimes good in a certain way to go into a place of ain't sof, like this type of thinking, in order to, some, to re- realize a little bit of, of ain't sofias of a Kaddish Baruch. Now, in certain ways, it's bad. I don't, I'm going to keep it very vague, but we'll finish with that. He says, nor are there any matters concealed from him, whether it be small or big. Nor does being involved in one matter cause him to forget about another matter. Kaddish Baruch does not forget. He deals with, he multitasks six and a half billion times every second, or however many people there are in the world, I don't know. He brings a Pasuk, <clears> two <throat> Pesukim, and then we'll see the note. Kamosha Kasa, the Pasuk says, Lama Somer Yaakov Usisdaber Yisrael, Nistra Darki Mehashem, Omelokai Mishpati Yavur. Yishai Navi says, the Kaddish Baruch gives a Navu, he says, Why should you say, O, o Yaakov? 
and speak, O, o Israel. My way has been hidden from the Lord. A person thinks, my way is hidden from Hashem. Hashem doesn't know what I'm doing. He's not paying attention to me. And from Hashem, my judgment passes. Hashem says, I know. I even know that you're thinking that. I know that you think that I'm not paying attention to you. I know everything you're thinking. In the following verse, Hashem responds, Do you know, if you have not heard an everlasting, Hashem is the Lord, the creator of ends of the earth. He neither tires nor wearies. There is no fathoming His understanding. Our das is limited. It's impossible for us to think about ten things at once. And it's impossible to even imagine thinking about a hundred things at once. I can't even imagine such a thing. <laughs> well, we're men. Women can do two. You fully. Well, they. So. Therefore, we have to. We have to. We have to. Uh, that's part of our emunah to believe in something that's unfathomable to us. It's not. It's not even logical. Right? Sometimes you think, okay, I don't know how this is going to happen, but a Kaddish Baruch somehow is going to figure it out. And we've heard a million stories how a Kaddish Baruch can make this and this and it can happen. I don't know, but I mean, it became fathomable. All these stories became fathomable, but there's certain things that are just absolutely unfathomable to be thinking about a hundred things at once or a Kaddish Baruch can know everybody's thoughts every single moment. But yet, that's part of our moon on a Baruch and a Kaddish Baruch. So let's read this note here on page 62 on the bottom. It's a very important note. Everybody here probably knows it, but it's very important. Number 62 on the bottom, nor are any of their matters concealed from him. <clears throat> Jewish philosophy presents many understandings of divine providence, otherwise known as Hashgach HaPratis. Some sages maintain that Hashem has a general providence, Hashgach HaSklolis it's called, over creation, while others explain that Hashem has a specific Hashgach HaSpratis over each individual. And some say it's Hashgach HaKlolis over the world and Hashgach HaPratis over Klolis, so there's a lot of different ways of saying it, but let's get clear at least what our base mind holds. According to the Baal Shem Tev, divine providence is not only on man, but to every single creation, even inanimate objects, plants, and animals. Hashkacha Pratis by Kodesh Baruch on this table that's in front of me right now. Shayichud Vemuna, Alter Rebbe says, if not for the letters that Hashem made, Shin, Vav, Laman, Chesna, and Shulchan, this would, be, this, would, this would disappear. It would be gone. We have to believe that. We can't, we can't know that. That's part of our Muna. But that also requires Hamachadis Betul with those letters Shulchan, with Shulchan now. Correct. So with those letters, speaking them into existence every... Kawach HaPowel, Benifel, every moment. For everything. Right. That's, that's, that's Baal Tov, 100%. Number two, again, divine providence is not only in a general sense i.e. species survival, what is Ashgacha Pratis? To every individual object in every single situation. And three, about the general life, Ashgacha Pratis, we have to keep reading back, divine providence is not only about the general life of an object, rather each detail of any person or object, every single moment, the Baal Shem says, when a leaf drops from a tree, HaKadosh is guiding its every single movement and to the exact spot it falls. Every leaf. When you come to Hasidis, what the Baal Shem brought out, and others did also, but in our base Medrash, is that there is nothing, there is no second, there is no breath, there is absolutely nothing that is not under Kaddish Baruch Hu's governance. Joking. <laughs> His governing. It's Hashgach Abratis. It can't be. He created it. Right, when it comes, when we, when we start to learn from the Baal Shem, we, our Amunah and our Bitaun starts to expand. Because when a person says it's Hashgacha Klolis, Hashem runs the world at, in, at large. It sounds, to us, it sounds almost like Kvira. Like, how could you say such a thing? Okay, there are big people who said such things, and we're not going into it. But by us, Hashgacha Pratis is every single animate, inanimate object, every single space, every single time, everything. Ruchni's Gashim is everything. In fact, every particular movement, here you go, every particular movement of an individual, my hand right now, of an individual created... Of a, I'm sorry, I'm not speaking, I'm not reading properly, let's read this again. In fact, I'm getting excited. In fact, every particular movement of an individual created being has a connection to the intent of the creation as a whole. We're going to get back to this in a minute, it's a very big Indian. And even a slight movement of one blade of grass 
fulfills a divine intent in the creation as a whole. And the scientists talk about the ecosystem. Right? There's, there's water and it evaporates and it goes to the clouds and the clouds rain and then there's fish in the sea. And so it's a very big, it's only the big things. But by the ecosystem of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, the breath I'm taking right now in has to do with something in, in Eretz Yisrael right now. He knows how my, our breath in this room right now has to do with the tree pollen and, and, and bear sheva. Only Kaddish Baruch Hu could know such a thing because he created such an ecosystem, a godly ecosystem, that every single movement, right, we, start, we, we hear about nowadays, it, there's, there's the, the way that Rabbi Nachman talks about voice and, and, and thought Scientists are starting to come onto things that even thoughts have an energy that emits from a person. Even thoughts. Thought is the most, I guess, sublime or unearthly, ungashmiest thing in the world. A thought, it's not even in this world, really. But yet, it actually emits a certain energy. A godly energy, a ruchness, that you can't pick up on any Richter scale, right? Because that's only for very heavy tremblings, right? An earthquake. But there's much higher, more um, dachistic, more, what's the word? Thin, sensitive, refined. refined types of energies that can be picked up. Even if we don't understand it, it's happening. The Baal further explains that this providence is the life energy of the created being and maintains its existence. That's, that is our energy inside. Since Hashem is recreating everything anew at every moment, like you just said, Moshe, then Hashem is intimately aware, in fact, he creates everything that is happening to a person at every moment. At every moment. A person should ponder his boininess if the movement of a blade of grass is prompted by divine providence and fulfills the intent of creation, how much more so concerning the human species in general and the Jewish people, the nation close to him in particular. Fakarj Baruchu, his Ashkach is on everything then we should think how that animates our life constantly in all areas. And that's what we're doing in this Chabur, is trying to bring out, bring it to light that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is running every single moment of every single layer of who we are at every moment. And we should think about that. The more we think about that, the more we live it. Because we live based on our thoughts, how we think, that's how we live, how we perceive. So all of this is getting us again to the point we have to keep, remember why we're here, to trust in the Kaddish Baruch Hu, that everything that then therefore happens in our lives is run by a God who loves us, who knows more about us than we know about ourselves, who's stronger than anybody in the world, and therefore, we should stay calm and happy as much as we can. There are certain situations where they're just above where we're holding in our level of bitachon, and that's okay also, and we do stress out, and we do get anxious, okay? And if we can bring it in if we can calm it down with certain yesodos that we're learning, if we need to go to Tehillim, because Tehillim was also an act of bitachon. It's, I'm going to you, Kaddish Baruch I'm not, I'm not going to try to do this on my own. Or whatever it may be to try to calm ourselves down and to stay in that place of simcha. Because every single thing that happens is as hard as it may be. It's a Kaddish Baruch who's taking us on our path and not rebuking us, bringing out our kochos. Sometimes it looks like it's rebuking us, depending on where we're holding in our bitachon, what level, what level Nisayim this is in front of us. But ultimately, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a path for each one of, one of us, and He's taking us on that path, and He's going to get us to become, if we are willing, if we, if we just say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, take me, then He will guide us to our better, best self. So now, for just a few minutes, <clears throat> I wanted to point out, so we're getting to Pesach. Pesach is, everybody understands, is the way it's, understood is the Chag Emunah. It's Chag Emunah. It's the time that HaKadosh Baruch Hu revealed himself and Hashgach HaPratis in the world. Dam Kinim Aruf took us out of Mitzrayim, Kriyas Yamsuf. That was HaKadosh Baruch Hu showing a one-time show how he, Mamish, runs the Bria. And if he runs the Bria and he can change it, he must be the one who created it. That was part of the process. If I can make Dam, if I can make water Dam, it must be that I'm the one who originally created the water, I know the coding. Right? Kodesh Baruch has compassion on all Jews. He took us out of Mitzrayim. If he wants to take us out, Paro can't, take, can't stop us. And a lot of the facets that we're discussing at Bitachon come out in the story of Vitesh Mitzrayim. That's what we're doing. But we have to understand, at least us in the Chabura, is that 
everything that you learn about generally, that you learn about Pesach, that you've learned until now, Hashkacha Pratis, Hashem runs the world, Emuna, is all the level of Emuna, which is amazing. But it's really level one. Level one. We, who are learning Bitachan, and those who are running Sedarim, when the, when, and the main goal of the Seder is to try to bring very Pashit, like Rabbi says, very Pashit, just bring a person to a level of Amuna, that a Kaddish took us out of Mitzrayim, he takes us out of Mitzrayim, all the nice things. But really, really, what we want to get from this night is Bitachan. Is that we have to discuss Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, but then we have to specifically discuss what's our Mitzrayim and how Kaddish has taken us out and whether we understand it, whether we don't understand it. We have to tell the stories of our lives to our children and we discuss practical Bitochen because the Amuna, which we have to discuss, we have to go through basic we have to go through the Psukim, basic. We have, that's the beginning, that's the Yisod. Mekadosh Baruch wants us to do that every single year, but then we have to go to level 2.0. We have to bring it home. And Emunah is Klali. Bitachon is Prati. And that's a very, very important, very, very important, just a little bit of fine-tuning in the Seder. And perhaps one could ask, and I think this is a beginning. So if we're saying over here in one of the Yisodos of Bitachon that Mekadosh Baruch has compassion on us, and therefore we should trust in Him, Right? Shem has compassion on us like no other, and therefore we should trust in Him. So there's a very simple question. HaKadosh Baruch takes out of Mitzrayim, it's Givaldic. Huge. He had compassion on us, He loves us. He took us out. Wow. What's the question? Well, then why did He put us in, in, in slavery, in punishment, in affliction for 210 years? Where's the compassion there? No? We always talk about the end of the story. It's a kasha. If a Kodesh is so compassionate, so what are we doing there for so long? Right? We have to talk about the Gnus first. We, we gloss over the 210. We don't, we don't think about it. We always think everything is about the Gula. But what about, what about the Gullus? What about the hardships? Where's the Shem's compassion? So what's the answer? Because he told us that that was it. And he, he's following through. He told us as he's following through. It's part of the cooking process. Uh, you, you can't make a diamond by just blowing it. <laughs> it, has, it has to be Pressure. compressed. compressed. Pressure. Right. Uh, and out of that comes the diamond. So evidently, uh, he foretold how many years we're going to be in right. this. To Avram Vina, right? So now... He, he gave you a shorter sentence. He gave you credit for this. He gave you credit for that. Right, little cards, right? came out 210. Years. We did well. We did well. well but you have to, you're going through each one. Yep. Each generation, he let the Jews stay in the desert for 40 years. He could have put you there. There was an express train. Yeah, correct. He could have had you correct. there in a few months or whatever. A few days. A few days. And you could have done But there's a problem with that. He had to extract the... Uh, Kokos. The, the, no, the, the brain set <laughs> of the Jew. The brain what? The brain what? The brain set. Okay, yeah, mindset, yeah, yeah. Uh, he had to extract that. He said, you're not ready. Right. You're not ready to come into Israel. Right. This is not what I want for Israel, is that you brought your Mitzrayim, your Shmutz. Now you're just going to set up shop over here. So when you were the jeweler to the pharaoh, well, we'll just set it up here, we'll make a new pharaoh. It would, so it was a whole planned way of... Correct, right. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't want to make political, but it, it, it's like you have the problem with slavery in America. They, they, they brought these people here, and then this guy Abe gets up one morning, he says, you're free. Duh. Where am I going? <laughs> what am I doing? What did I learn? So, so Kaddish Baruch Hu, very good. So Kaddish Baruch Hu, now I want to make, I'll, everything he's saying, and what Moshe says, it's for our best, but the, the, a Nakuda that we have to understand, this, let's expand a little bit, is that we believe that 
every hard situation that we go through, we're like diamonds, and we have to sometimes be pressed and compressed. Sometimes people get depressed. That's the problem. Don't get depressed, right? Just get compressed and pressed. In order that our, that greatness comes out and we change our mental states and we're prepared to go to Eretz Yisrael, it's hard sometimes for us to, again, and we're, we're, Baruch Hashem, living at good times, but to look back 210 years in Mitzrayim, to look back at Crusades, to look back at, at a Holocaust, these are things that, it's hard to, we're not speaking, we are not there, we're not judging anybody. But as people looking back and trying to connect our learning to history, and we've had a long history, we've had a lot of situations, a lot of rough situations. The way that we have to look at it, I think, is that we are discussing here Bitachon on a prati level. Individuals growing, our kochos, like we discussed at the beginning here, the derech, the shvil, the kochos that we're bringing out. But we also have to understand at the same, every, the same time, we are also a nation created by the Kaddish Baruch HaKadosh Baruch also has a path for the nation at large. And he has bitachon in this nation that we're all part of. And therefore he has his hishtadlis and the pathway of the Jews at large compared to each one and every one of us. And in a, in a 6,000 year period, or let's go first us. In a 120-year period that each person lives, everybody in their way has to go through a few years here and there, months. It's added up into a few years. Right? It could be a day here, a day there, a week here, a month here. It could be even a year of hardship, of trials and tribulations. And every single person sitting in this room has gone through his fair share. You can't be here if you have not. Everybody in their own ways. Health, financial, familial, family stuff. Everybody in their own way. And if you would add it up, it would come out to a certain percentage of your life. Yet, with the proper eyes, we understand that those times, looking back now, actually brought out some of our greatest kochos that we live with today. And the goal of what we're learning is that with that belief and that trust in Hashem, we won't kick and scream like we did 10 years ago when we were going through the trials and tribulations. Rather, we will take it more with an understanding that this is actually coming to expand me and help me grow. That's what we're trying to do. We're going to go through all, we're always going to go through Nisionos. There's no pattering up Nisionos, but we understand it better. And therefore we can be besimcha when Hashem is rebuking us. Because again, it's not rebuking, it's really bringing out our kochos. It's a different way of seeing. So, so too with Klausha at large, 6,000 years, we're going to need, I don't know, a few hundred years of added up days and months and weeks and to add up to whatever that, that partial, that small percentage of trials and tribulations, right? If you add up all the years, I think we're doing much better overall than the, the hardships. But all of those points were to try to bring out Klal Yisrael in general, our kochas. We can't imagine. I'm not, uh, everyone understands what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not trying to uh, make light of any hardship. We, I'm, Baruch Hashem, I'm not living at those times. Or maybe I, I did as another Gilgal. I don't know. But I'm just trying to expand the situation that when, we, when we're by the Seder, by Yitzhak and Sraim, and there's 210 years, and we're asking, you can ask a question, where's the compassion? Where's the compassion? The little kid might ask this question. Well, you're Tati, you're telling me that Shem's so nice, he's so nice, he took it out of Mitzrayim. Yeah, but what was he doing for 210 years? We're getting beaten and killed. And the answer is, we have to, we have to come to a place of Amun and Bittachon, that Klal Yisrael needed that period of time part of the trials and tribulations to bring a Klal Yisrael's kochos, to, train, to change their brain set, to press them in the Ruchush Godel. Hashem says, I'm going to press them, I'm going to flick them for 400 years, Hashem told Avram Vinu, but they're going to come out with a Ruchush Godel. So I spoke at the Hashkama Minion, I spoke this out. What's the Ruchush Godel? We're going to come out with a few dollars. That's what a person wants. He wants to get punched in the face for, for 210 years. He'll come out with a, you know, a bank account. That's not, what, that's not the Ruchush Godel. The Rechush God is when Kaddish Baruch says, I'm going, to take for, I'm going to take you as a nation. You're going to become a nation. I'm Nivcha, I'm Segula, a Goy Kaddish. I'm Amleches Kohanim, spiritual people. A people that's still around for hundreds and thousands of years. Ruchnius, that's the Rechush God. And we need, a, we need a fight. You need to be fighters to be able to, to appreciate that Rechush God. That's what's going on. That's what we have to bring out at the Seder. Emuna 101, but then we got to go to Bitochen 202. Or whatever is after 101. I assume 202. Is that right? Whatever. 201. 201. Thank you. I guess I didn't go to college. <laughs> I did.
I did. <laughs> I guess I didn't go to class. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, so Lamais, I want to end off with this. Just a, a, a remez, very, very important remez. It's hit me years ago. And I, I believe Rebbe was talking about yesterday, he was speaking a lot about Rebbe Akiva and the 50 gates and always trying to bring out the light, right, within the darkness. This is, this is a big yesod, of course, of, of our Rebbe. He teaches it all the time. He's sort of the Baal Shem <clears throat> So this remez hit me. It's very, very important. The night of Pesach, right, it's called Laila. I think you can go to this passage. Laila Kayom Yoir. It's a night, but it's like the day. It's shining, it's shining like the day. So I ask you, how do you do that? How do you make something that's night? How do you make it like day? How do you do that? So we discussed the Amunah when it says Amunah doesn't really mean Amunah. Really, really, it means Bitachon. So ready for this? What's the Gematria Laila? Laila's Lamid Yud Lamid Hey. So two lamids is 30, 30, 60, 75. Bitochon's gematria is 75. Kayom, kof yud vamem is 76, which is bitochon with the kolil. How do you turn light into a day that's shining? Only bitochon. Laila, kayom yoyer, you want the night to turn into a day that's shining? Only bitochon. Laila's gematria bitochon, kayom is one more than bitochon. It's through the bitachon, the trust in the Kaddish Baruch Hu, the prati, the details in my life right now, what I'm going through. Klal Yisrael then and me personally now. That's what it means. That's what we have to see right now. We each have our Mitzrayims. We're going through it right now. It's only with, it's a, it's a little bit of a term. It's only with bitachon, not just a with bitachon that we can mamish feel. Because we've all gone through our Mitzrayims already. And we've been released from those Mitzrayims. And now we know, so Kaddish Baruch has taken us out then, and right now, whatever situation we're going through, befrat ourselves, our community, Kalei Yisrael and large, even the world, so Kaddish Baruch doing it for us, for our benefit. Laila Kiyam Yari, Wishim Zelchem